this is Mike. This is Russ. And this is Matt, and you're listening to the Empty Spiral Podcast, the official podcast of the Lacuna Core community. Hello, gentlemen. It's Hello. Christmas time. Well, nearly is, anyway. It's <laughs> close to, to the final naughty Christmas. How you doing? Hey, Russ. I'm good. I'm good. Counting down the days till Christmas. Till Santa comes. Um, yes, the joy. Ways of Christmas shopping, which I finished at the weekend, as I often refer to as traipsing the trail of the walking dead. Um, zombies everywhere. Um, yeah. Aside from that, just um, a spot of last minute packing, because I'm off to um, Sweden this week to uh, catch a certain Italian band in Gothenburg. So oh, wonderful. That will be good. Oh, awesome. You'll have to report back. I did not For know sure. that. Good stuff. For I sure. hope you have a great time. Thank Fantastic. you. Fantastic. Oh, I'm glad you got to see more than just a London show, to be honest. Just mate. the London show so far, yeah. So yeah, I need no, to make it's... up for it somehow. So yeah, I'll, come I'll on. sneak that in before the end of the tour. Oh, that's really good. I'd love to go for the towards the end of but the the twenty first is my wife's birthday, so it, that would be what is called a marriage limiting decision <laughs> if I was to go Bye love. Um yeah, I'm gonna be out for most of the weekend because reasons bye and then just no, that wouldn't happen. That would be really, really bad. Um, and of course, I'm working now, which is a horrible thing. I was talking to Mike before we went on air about the horrors of actually having to earn a crust. So that's really limited my my uh, end of tour or yeah, end of tour opportunities. So, hmm. Okay, so you got that. When are you coming back? Uh, I'm short haul, so go Thursday and come back Sunday night. So. Okay. Are you one yeah, show, or are you managing to get multiple shows? No, just just doing the one show. Okay. Um, logistically, you can kind of sneak in Stockholm, Gothenburg, and Oslo, but I'd rather just sort of take me time and relax, and you know, see a bit of the Christmas market and harbour and stuff. So, kind of uh, blend it into a mini holiday, really. Good job. Yeah, that sounds like a really good idea. Very festive. Very. Hopefully, festive. it won't be uh, minus six down on the wolf, but we'll find out when we come back. Uh, well, <laughs> take your Lacuna Core camping gear, Lacuna Core hoodie, yeah. beanie, gloves, gloves. Thermal t-shirt, long sleeve. Yeah, you've got you've got it all. We need some these mechanical trousers, don't we? Now some shoes and stuff. (laughs) We do. Jogging bottoms seems to be the in thing for bands at the moment. Don't ask me why. Jogging bottoms of all things. That's what needs to come next. Well, you 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 can get the whole thing all sorted out. You can just be top to bottom Um, underpants. We need mechanical white fronts or boxer shorts or something. Anyway, all right, so you're going to, you're going to Gothenburg. Well, I'm sure it is going to be cold, so wrap up warm in case you're standing out in the cold for a long time. And don't forget to, to drink lots of mulled wine or something. Mulled wine and say hellos. Yeah. yeah, and tell us all about it when you get back. Cool. And um, what about you, Mr. Dyer? How are you? Uh, nothing, really. Just work, work, work. And then I might, might start with Christmas shopping this week or might leave it till next week when it's calmed down a bit. But that'll only leave me Monday. Mr. Rush. Well, I thanks to Mr. Amazon. Yeah. I've, yeah. I've done quite a lot of mine. Uh, I went out, I actually did go out on Saturday uh-huh. and do some of the stuff that one can only get in the shops. I bought a tree. Um, uh-huh. So, because we always get a real tree. Um, I'm not up for the, the artificial ones. I much prefer to kill a living creature and stick it in my house for two weeks until it completely dies. Um, and But of course, uh, we don't put the decorations up until after my wife's birthday aforementioned birthday uh, this weekend so of course that means it needs to find somewhere to live it used to live in my garage but now my garage is my office so it's currently behind me 
<laughs> it's still in the netting, you know, when you get a living yeah. thing, they put it through a net. So it's it's sitting there in a pot with water, undecorated and still in its net. Sort of just sitting behind me and that'll get put up next weekend. So I've done that bit. Uh, I bought some new, new lights, some new baubles. So I'm slowly getting the Christmas vibe. This week, however, it's all bloody meeting up with people. Like, oh, that sounds so barbarous, doesn't it? <laughs> bloody hell, these people wanted to have fun and I've got to meet up with them and have fun as well. Talk about enforced fun. Bah! So, yeah, I've got to do that. You got any Christmas parties? Uh, I have one on Friday. But yeah, yeah, I, I went, yeah, I went out for about oh. 10 hours. So. Am I vaguely aware of an Instagram post you basically saying, I'm pissed, but I'm having more beer? That's, yes, that's... I, I took it on the train. I ended up thinking, well, it was the last train and I was very drunk and I, I just put it in my coat pocket, the glass that was still full and drank <laughs> it off was going home. That's brilliant. Just, just... So you got uh, on the train, you were still drinking your Peroni, basically? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. I drank a bit off the top so I could put the glass in the pocket without it being spilled and then sneaked onto the train and had it on the way home. So... <laughs> Amazing. Mm. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, okay, so that's kind of me, really. And, uh, uh, yeah, so this is probably going to be the last podcast we record before Christmas. I think it's fair to say. Um, yeah. But we'll pick up as soon as afterwards, of course, and carry on. Um, so let's let's turn to Lacuna Core News. Uh, so, really, this week, um, the only things I'd probably best to sort of report to everyone is um, some of the festivals that Lacuna Core are are now playing at in the new year. So 2020 is already kind of becoming quite a busy year for the band. Uh, we've already talked about the South American tour and then uh, supporting Apocalyptica um, from March onwards. But there's a couple of other things that they're kind of squeezed in there, even even this early on. So April the 18th, they're, they're playing at the Derby Rock Festival in Bommel, Belgium. Uh, and then after they've done the tour with Apocalyptica over in the US and in Canada, they kind of swing back um, to June the 21st. So this is really the, the heating up of the uh, of the festival season in Europe. So I would not be surprised if we see more festivals. Well, obviously we'll see festivals, but we could have called pop up on those festivals. Um, typically takes us sort of a few months into the new year before we get a proper picture but given that there it is a circuit isn't it so you do see some of the same bands going from one festival to another not specifically a touring festival but you know what i mean there are bands that tour it and um the kunikora at hellfest in uh in france on the 21st of june uh, and there's also the the um the one in jakarta indonesia so that's on sort of rolling back not long after they've played a download festival in australia in sydney uh, but before they strike out towards Belgium, they're actually playing in Jakarta, Indonesia. So I kind of assume it's like on the way back. Either that or they're going to have to go to Australia and then back to, actually, home in Italy and then out to Jakarta and then back to Belgium. Well, that's a big dip, big gap between Jakarta and Belgium. That's But you know, I'm thinking if you're going to go to Sydney on the 21st of March... And you go to Indonesia on the 28th of March, you might as well just hang out in that part of the world, really. It's got to be cheaper, surely, than flying everybody over there. You might as well just have a little bit of a mini holiday. That's what I would do, but hey, what do I know? Anyway, yeah, so that's the uh, 
a kind of update on the touring schedule for next year. I'm sure there will be more coming through in the in the months ahead. I'm absolutely convinced of it. Um, I might try to get to one or more of the festivals out in um, in Europe at some stage in in 2020. Depends on where they are, of course. I haven't been to a festival for ages. I know you Belgium go over. Beer. Yeah, Belgian beer, blonde, wheat, mm. which automatically means hangover for old Matt. I only say a little bit more English. <laughs> <laughs> but um, are you thinking about it, guys? Getting over to Europe for a festival? Would you do it? Or are we all a bit old now? I know you might. You, you'd probably do it, Mike, wouldn't you? Sure. Be- Belgium, the only thing with that is that the date that's from memory without looking properly, that's Easter weekend. I think, or right, it's okay. near Easter, which if it is, it'll Easter. mean, well, it's going to be horrendous to fly. Not oh, as right. far or anything. I-, I thought you resurrect on that day or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I burst into flames if I don't go to church. <laughs> <laughs> I-, I might go. If I think, really, if, if they're going to... I would hope that they might get added to the download bill in the UK because they haven't played there since... That would be great. 2000, download. 2015, oh. and I go there every year, so... yeah. Yeah. Either there or maybe go somewhere else. I don't know. Have Blood, to see. Bloodstock? Do you reckon they get on Bloodstock again? I don't know. Is that still a thing? Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, it's still still huge. And either or, if if well, I go to download as I say every year, so I'm already there. If they went to Bloodstock, yeah. Where you, Russ? Probably go there. Yeah. Uh, no prior plans at the moment. If anything did appeal, it's probably only the Alcatraz lineup at the moment in, in Belgium, but it's probably unlikely I'll make it into any festivals yeah. next year. I'll see how I feel and see what money I've got to hand. It's, uh, these things can get quite expensive by the time you've yeah. gone over there and paid not to camp, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, and then you pay for food, <laughs> etc. So you have to see how that goes. Okay, so for those of you who listened to last part of the Empty podcast, you will know that we have interviewed Marco about Black Anima and you heard the first part of our multi-part interview in which he talks about the album and then about each individual song. Uh, it's always an entertaining experience listening to Mr. Cotti Zalati talk about how he creates the music and his inspirations and some of the challenges they have, as well as some of the, the funny stories about how the music came together. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to continue with another part of our multi-part interview. Um, so sit back and enjoy as we talk more about Black Animal. <laughs> Okay. So, then what we have, number five, what is Apocalypse. that? Apocalypse. Oh, this is, we are touching my favorite song. Oh, one of the, one of my favorite songs. One of mine songs. too, one of mine too. <laughs> Apocalypse Probably is because stunning. of our shared love of a certain song from Unleashed Apocalypse, to me, is, 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 uh, is an apocalypse, is a soundtrack to me. Mm. And um, mm. <clears throat> it's, it's fun because when I came out with that song, uh, and I played that song in a car to Diego, the first thing he said, it was, Wow. This is just uh, wow! It, it didn't. It says it, it was big. It was uh, <clears throat> it was huge. It, it, this is a huge song. I, I don't know why, and it's completely different than what Diego likes because Diego really likes uh, metalcore and that mm. thing. So, 
And uh, so, okay, cool, because I really like it. And the, the beginning was even without the vocal line. I mean, it was with the chorus, because I made the chorus, the, the vocal parts, and with Christina, and it's always that one. They were unsure about it, and Andrea, the first time we listened, he said, this is the chorus, just skip it. That's my voice on the chorus. And let's keep it like that. I'm singing the chorus. Your voice is on the chorus. Yes. The beginning, that's my voice. Oh, that's me. But I build up the chorus with all the voices. Also I a vocalist from the chorus. Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, absolutely not. <laughs> because Christina liked it, I, the, I, I had to record it on the album because she liked the tone. My tone is different than Andrea, you know. Mm -hmm. And having Andrea doing that or Christina doing that, it was sounds different. We put oh. mine, it was sounds perfect. I would never have known that. There you go. Okay. Never so, and actually that was, uh, that was, the, the, but the main thing to me of that song is the verse. The verse to me is one yeah. of the best verse I ever made. Yeah. And Christina, she's talking. And when she talk, uh, make me goosebump yeah. and make me fucking angry. That, not angry, thinking, it, it just, it's just great. And she says, she, it's not too much. No, I don't give a fuck. It sounds great. I don't want you to sing as Anneke or as we did in the previous 20 years. This is perfect. Yeah. But it's not me. The people, we don't, I don't give a fuck about the people. We need to like this first. Yeah. And I love this. Please don't change the verse. Please work on the second verse and make it be different. But let's keep it like that. You know, she was really... A, worry about this uh, on the album because they expect Christina always go fucking higher, you know? Do they know? I mean, I song mean, by song, uh, you need the space. Uh, Apocalypse, uh, Beneficium, perfect that you go out there and the bridge uh, on the, on the pre-choruses, you know? That's perfect. On this song, you don't need to go there. Yeah, I, it's I, the music is already... I, I think there's a lesson learned there. <coughs> you know, all the years that you've been making music and Christina's been singing, anybody that knows a little bit more than just a couple of Lacuna Coil songs will know that Christina's got such a diverse range yeah. she can sing or speak or do anything. This time actually I, I I start to follow, as far as Andrea was just screaming, I start to follow more Christina's range mm. you know, so I help her in a bit that's why she can sing easily the low part uh, instead of uh, for example, Evans Light it's mm -hmm. very very low for her, you know mm. uh but, and I'm very happy about it, you know. But sometimes, obviously, there are songs like Save Me. They're very high. We tried to change the tone of that song, uh, but it, was, it wasn't the same. We changed three times the tone for Save Me. And in the end, we always prefer the original You're way. Skipping ahead. Because it was, bam, skipping you know. ahead to Save Me. We got but, that, but now we want to play that song in London. Well, and it's fucking, and she's fucking scary. We tried now at the soundcheck, and she was dying. Yeah. Say, I cannot see if I sing that song I cannot sing anymore and we have two fucking months of tour yeah, yeah. so I say let's do as everybody does uh, just put the voice on the backing tracks yeah. I don't want to tell which band but everybody does that now yeah. in the 2020 so it's uh, it's sad it's something that we never did uh, but I mean if it helps we should think about it because we must play that song soon yeah. on the next round we'll have to play that song so we're looking out for Save Me right now we're, uh, looking, we're looking out for it but anyway, so this is, was uh, Apocalypse, and then the soul of Apocalypse uh, is a build-up. Yeah. That's, uh, I made it, and uh, then uh, I let Diego uh, play it uh, in his own style, in his own way. Mm -hmm. But it was very important, uh, and uh, he tried to make uh, different solos, and uh, Christina still loved better my solos. 
in the beginning so I just say okay this is my solo let's play this one in your way just change a bit something but keep the keep the the anima the punto <laughs> of this one and that's it that's what it came out and um, and that's it I mean it's just great I, I think about this song uh, that Setri Media guy says uh, it was very uh, appreciative 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 appreciated fools compliment compliment yes. it was uh, listening to this song as like having a, a cathedral in a spaceship yes I remember that being said and I fucking love that uh, on this particular song yeah because it's one of those songs that just takes me back for many years yes of Lacuna Core music this particular song so, where would you place it if you go back through all the from Inner Reverie, through Camelot, Apocalypse? Or, yeah, where would it be? Where would you put it? Don't say on Black Anima. I get that, but because it feels like a song that's drawn so much from a particular. But you know what? Actually, hip-hop. that song is not. I cannot connect to the other album. It's too different compared to the rest to me. I can say the chorus of that song. It could be easy in a Shallow Life. Mm-hmm. You know, because mm-hmm. it was uh, re- mixed in a very bad way. But I mean, uh, the song in that, if you think about the song in A Shallow Life, uh, uh, with the sound of Black Anima. Be about that. Okay. Very, 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 very straight to the point. Or Shallow Life, or I can say Dark Adrenaline. One okay. of the two. Okay. Not so bad. I can tell Beneficent could be in a <laughs> in, a, in a reverie but not the rest okay moving on moving on now or never now or never <laughs> I love that song that song is just for life that song is a have fun on life that song uh, it just um, came out from uh, let's do out of shame 2 you know so I was thinking about I want to do another out of shame but I don't want to do out of shame huh? So uh, let's uh, start in a very, very arrogant way ever, mm-hmm. <laughs> very rude. It was a, it was a fight between a now or, a sort of anger or a now or never as a second song, you know, mm-hmm. because they both. But Which, I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. as far as the intro, the Black Ani- uh, Manera, be, yeah. it was long, uh, and now or never, he has an intro. You know, it was too much. Yeah. So I say, no, that after that, we need to start immediately. So we are the enemy is perfect, you know? Yeah, yeah. And that's it. But now or never, I cannot say anything. I just love it. I can't wait to play that song live. And, and when are we going to hear that live? I hope soon because I fucking love that song. It's not, just. Yeah, okay. No, no, no. You, come on. Just, come on. We have three years to do everything. You don't want to have it now immediately, right? See? Yeah, we do. Yeah, we want it all now. <laughs> we want it all now. This is the 20. This, this is. Not at 2019, we want everything. So I mean, I know. I, I just, you know, the point with now or never is uh, I already imagine uh, even the live show and the lights and everything. I mean, the atmosphere of that song because it's so strong. I think it's even heavier than House of Shame. House of Shame is more uh, sad and dark, mm. this one is more angry. Yes, that's true. It is more angry. That's why it's. It's almost dead metal to me, that song. You, know, you can't so wait to play it live. I, I just fucking want to I was going to ask you, and I, this is premature, because I was going to ask you once we've gone through all of the songs, I, which, you know what? which one you, you know, want to play the most? You know, actually, I was, you know, all the fucking, you like you guys, you know, the defender of the Kunukoa, they always say, oh, we should play the, 
the full length of uh, the full album uh, live now. <laughs> you remember when we did like a Cormacle kind yeah, of Yeah, you, you should know? do that. I missed it. And the uh, actually, it's the first time uh, that I was thinking about uh, we must do a Black Anima show because to me, there's 14 songs, they are just awesome to play live. It could be a very good mm. full show. Even if it's new, and usually people do that with old stuff, you know, people wait uh, Comalize to do that, or in a reverie, you know, or Unleash Memories. But I think Black Anima is that the type of things I could play from one hour and a half, set uh, the full, that one, straight, because uh, he has a vibe, he has a mood, he has a, he's a, he's like a, he's like a, a, a concept. Yeah, it's yeah. complete, yeah, exactly, it's complete. complete. And I think it flows. It flows very well with different changes because yeah. we, we talk all the time about the set list and the set list has got to be in the right order because you want to make sure you got the right the set list, energy. Okay, the set list to me, the eleven song are in the right order, but the three extra they should be inside, not yeah. outside. You know. Yeah. yeah but yeah. the problem is fourteen song, uh, so having a black anime in the end, again, not mm. as uh, eleven and thirteen, fourteen. Uh, the other song inside there was too much for the vinyl. Because vinyl, 11 songs are already too much for vinyl. Yeah. They should be 5.5 five maximum to yeah. have a good quality vinyl. And 11 song is already too much, you know. When we say, so they say maximum is going to be 45 minutes album. Like, come on. And we did, this time it was the opposite of usually. We didn't want to cut any song. Because we all like them. We yeah. like all of them, you know. And it was the first, sometimes you say, oh, let's take off this one, this one, this one, whatever. I don't care about that song. Yeah. This time I say, no, I don't want to take off that one. No, Black Feathers, I love Black Feathers. I don't want to yeah. get, oh, come on. <laughs> See, it, it's not easy. It's yeah. not easy. That's actually is the worst part of the, 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 it's the, like the kind of way favorite It's child. the final battle, really. <laughs> yeah. It's so complicated. The set list, the track list, and take off the song is the most hard part of the job to me. That's really. <laughs> in a way your favorite parts boy now never we got it uh. yeah so okay have we have we explored it so how did the the lyrics come together for now never or can you not comment on that you don't know no never i mean okay they came out while we were uh, uh, making the song and uh, we were practicing home you know finding the vocal lines yeah but we uh, but when they came out in our never it was is there since the beginning yeah. and we really like it then thinking about the concept of that song uh, they just came out with lyrics uh, but I'm not that this is more for Andre Christina you know that mm. so all right let's move on under the surface Tell under the surface under the surface, under the surface yeah. is yeah. a fun play okay let's start that's a riff uh, Diego made right. you know mm -hmm. the beginning I did change it a bit then when he recorded he recorded right uh, you know so when uh, he came out with that with that uh, with that part, I said I really like it. I said I want to use it. It's very modern. It's very fresh. You know, it sounds different, uh, and I can mix it with other stuff. You know, I had the rest of the song. Uh, I missed the the, the, the the beginning. Sure. You know, so I used that part, and it came out so well. I say, wow, I like it. The only thing I don't like about that song uh, is the mix. The way it get mixed is not right. It, that's not the type of mix for Marco Barusso. You know, Barbaruso is more rock mm. mixing metal or this stuff more modern it was it was very hard let's say that you know did you run out of time in the studio oh yes yeah, yeah, okay. yeah but usually you know i is a very good sound guy and a mixed guy so uh i don't care a lot about that because i know that the result is very good but yeah. this time it came out so different and i say i don't want a rock album 
this is delirium. I don't want delirium. I want a metal. Yeah, I want yeah. a metal. So you have to change the sounds of the kick drum, yeah. the snare, has to be completely different EQ. In fact, in the beginning, he didn't like it. He said, it sounds weird to me. Don't worry. It sounds great for metal. Trust me. It's going to be like that. Small kick drum, small snare, punching guitar, big guitar in front. Mm. And we had a lot of problem with guitars, you know? So that song, you get ruined about it. If you listen to my mixer, my demo of that song is mm -hmm. way harder. It's yes. way tight. I remember it. You remember it. Yeah, yeah you listen it. Yeah. You know, it is way, way more in the face, you know? Mm. But this is, at least the song is the same, you know? And then we came out with Christina singing uh, every part mm. that it was kind of different because otherwise we had all the song with Andrea singing the verse and Christina chorus. So to have more variety, we decided to do that. Mm -hmm. And uh, actually it came out even that with a great chorus, uh, great parts. Uh, it was, is different, it's more modern songs. So a song, so they, Basically, people like it as well. I love it. I like to play live as well. You know, we will probably will play. But in the end, when the album it came out, we thought it was one of the most important, and actually, he is one of the less important for the big for the big crowd. Okay. Okay. Now, all the response we had of that song uh, is one of the few uh, the people. Uh, I mean, let's say compared to Apocalypse and uh, Save Me and Beneficium uh, yeah. and uh, Reckless or layers of time is nothing, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's not the, one of the more memorable songs. No, He's not exactly. coming out so, you know, so, and we didn't expect that. And I'm happy because uh, the first idea I'll have him, uh, the first idea for for them, uh, it was have uh, Under Deserve as the first single come out. And I said, no, I just want to use fucking layers of time because that's different. The people get shocked. We don't want, I don't want to use the Now or Never because it's too similar to the House of Shame. But I want to use layers of time because it's straight in the face and the people will get shocked mm -hmm. because it's something completely different. Don't use under the surface. It's too American. Mm -hmm. European, they will not like it. Mm -hmm. okay. You know, and uh, thanks God, uh, whatever it is, uh, they listen to us and they say, okay, let's do layers of time. You know, that's, I'm so happy about that. Okay, so let's move on to that song that's just completely come out of left field. And as Mike would say, hit you like a freight train. All right. Yeah. So, Beneficium. Beneficium. Where did that come from? Well, that come from uh, from my heart. That come from from the 119 show. I told you. I just, uh, I just, I mean, even that. I just write the song as normally I do, holding the guitar, uh, doing drums, and uh, scenes first. I usually I start with those three things, you know, and. Um, and they came out in that way uh, very early, actually. Mm. Pretty much the set, the song done uh, musically, completely. I remember even when we were doing a tour, uh, we were on tour, and Christina, she has it already on the phone, and no vocal lines yet, uh, but the music, because she loved the music already, just the music with no, mu with no vocals. Um, and uh, it was done. It was, it was, it is the type of song it just come out straight like that. It's like my, my, obviously, for a different reason, thanks God, for, uh, for like my spirit, yes, or one cold day, you know, yes. nobody dies for that, thank yes. you. But I mean, it probably came out from the remaining of my brain uh, from the 118 show. That's why there is more choral, is more old style. The chorus is very in reverie to me, you know, mm -hmm. having a synth, the arpeggios. I was always thinking now we have one guitar, we shouldn't use two guitar, but I always compose everything for the guitars. 
So I say, everybody put everything on the fucking backing tracks now. The people know us that we spent 17 years since six with two guitars, fuck that. I just want to put the arpeggio on the backing tracks and whatever, you know? So let's have a chorus uh, like in a classic goth, like Godfather way. Yeah, yeah. And that's a Godfather song to me, you know? And then obviously Christina, she came out with the vocals and I just can't see it. Just, just too, what the fuck? Yeah, first, time, first time I listened the second pre-chorus uh, and the last chorus, I almost cry. Yeah. So I say, okay, I think this is perfect. Mm-hmm. You, we might change. No, we don't fucking change. She wants to change the chorus. In this case, she wants to change the vocals, the vocal line in the chorus. We say, no, no. forget about it. You, you will cry. never yeah. change this fucking chorus. Yeah. Not even one note. Trust me, this is perfect. Yeah, but no. <laughs> no, 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 opposite of the other one, you want to, after it's all layers of time, huh? so, it is what it is, and I just love it, and this one, as, this is the only song, uh, where Diego, the solo is Diego, it came out by itself, with this, from the first note to the yeah. last one, I just did, good job, buddy, thank you, nice, so it sounds like it. everything came together, exactly, perfectly, that when I listen it, I say, see, you're following the by the 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 the, the, the vibe yeah. of this and this is perfect hey he say hey this is my, my kind of uh, thing okay cool that's awesome i love it thank you, you know this is great so so happy about it i mean that one even uh, even uh, almost uh, all the even through the frames <laughs> and uh, see even that of that chorus is almost that that solo is almost uh full uh, diego so sound. the the beginning of Venefician with the well, obviously he's got Latin yes but the, the actual kind of orchestral chorus yeah. was that originally part of the song was that where you started or did you add that later no 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 I, I started I started for that there was with no Latin on it mm-hmm. it was just uh, I mean it was it was with Latin but a fake Latin yeah no it was singing something like uh, then uh, I don't remember and it was like uh um, Gregorian style. Mm-hmm. Gregorian chanting, yeah. Je- no, a Gregorian uh, ma- is a male thing, you know. And uh, I really like it. And now we say, why we don't use the Latin? The people love it. Andrea was not happy about it. He was against this. and uh, But we didn't give a fuck about that. As usual, you know, but, but sometime, in some point, uh, when he say, okay, dude, you know what? I'm producing it. I like it. I want to keep it. And Christian said, I really like it, but Andre doesn't like it. Just use it. Just just do it. We will do it anyway. Don't worry. Because uh, it's going to be like that or it's going to be like that. You yeah, know? Yeah. Because uh, it's not every... As I said, uh, you like the layers of time chorus. I don't. Uh, we keep it. I like this and we keep it. So we compromise. Exactly. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because this is the way it works, you know? And... Um, and it came out with that phrase that uh, Christina... Uh, it, the idea of the phrase then we uh, need to work a lot to find a guy know properly Latin and found a phrase uh, fit with the phrase uh, she had in mind uh, yep. to get the same uh, the same uh, result uh, the same uh, meaning you know and that was the art part mm-hmm. and that because plus that has to be the meaning same plus uh, the metric yep. for the music has yep. to be good you know otherwise you cannot invent and then when they came out with that I want to say yes Done. Tick. Tick. Yes. Done. <laughs> it's a bit. It, it, I mean, when I first heard it, and I'm not talking about on the demo. When I first heard it on the album, yeah. Uh, after Under the Surface, it's just uh, Under the Surface, just tense, and then this one just oh, boom, no, no, it's there. Yeah. Yes. And you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, that was the perfect yeah, spot. Yeah, for it was that. a really good spot. 
Okay, let's move on to one of my personal favourites. The end is all I yeah, can see. Yeah, Zanny, all I can see is no. fucking LSD song. I love this song so much. I, mean, too, I, I fucking love that song. I'm happy that Andrea came out with that vocal yes. part. Yeah. And uh, it was She's very... a real switch around. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it was very good. I didn't want him sing uh, but Scream, uh, but that was so cool. Mm. And if they say, no, we use it, we keep it. Absolutely. And uh, I start actually to rework on that. And uh, I rebuild uh, the the song uh, yeah. on the vocal, and then I work with Andrea with the rest to do have more dynamic stuff uh, because I really like the dynamic on the verse, uh, the angry shit, you know. And then uh, the chorus is just great. I mean, that to me it sounds very very like a horror uh, mm. that seventies song uh, yeah. mixed with the modern shit, you know. And the mm. vibe, uh, the vibe is uh, is the same vibe you can have with like a psychedelic. 70 yeah I, I was thinking uh, Dario Argento when excel, I, when excel, I first heard it I was absolutely like, this is, this is Dario Argento and is uh, maybe a lot of people doesn't like it I just love it you know yeah. and I want to keep it it was different that's why we keep it instead of Black Feathers yeah. that is beautiful but it's more classic uh, yeah. or the other one that one it was different I say let's keep this one and whatever if they like it well we like it if they like it fine if they don't who cares you so know? You, you've obviously talked a lot about the lyrics and yeah. or, or the vocal line with Andrea singing the chorus etc yeah. but how did you lay it down originally because it's very very different it's good did, did you use a lot of effects in, in Logic Pro or? no I just sing what you do you mean just, in, when you build up the song when I build up the song I have microphones mm -hmm. guitar mm -hmm. and bass and a keyboard yeah. and the drum on the on the on the computer I, I build up everything and if I just, like it and just then wave a wand that it all happens magically yeah, yeah and when uh, we get when we get and I give them the idea yeah. you know let's say an Andrea sing that one in his way mm -hmm. it's, so it sounds different you know my way to sing is more death metal you know mm -hmm. and uh, very angry and very you know he's singing he's growling he's more hardcore and mm -hmm. I like it no so we can any in a, he can reach a higher note and everything and uh, when uh, we can work on the hardcore style mixed with uh, with the screaming or the growl, so it comes out very good. So I, I just have that in my in my mind. Mm. I had the way he played drum in my mind. I had Christina how to to sing that, and so I just uh, I just do everything uh, using my hand. But I, my mind and my brain is already everything uh, with them, you know. Mm. So I say, okay, this is will sounds great you know now it sounds what it is but it will sounds amazing and that's the result and that and that's what we and get that's what we get you know so i'm super happy about that it's when you have people you believe in it it's great you yeah. know the only one i don't believe actually is diego but he's just a guitar player no <laughs> i'm joking <laughs> I'm, jo I'm joking he's just joking man, i'm joking <laughs> <laughs> not really no so that's easy so that's great but as far they don't want to shit out of the toilet you know yeah. I don't know if it's clear or enough. But I think uh, that's pretty clear. If you want to take a shit off the toilet, you know that's too much. For example, with me, I know how I play bass, uh, and uh, I know the problem I have. Uh, I don't want to fuck my hands. I don't want. That's why I say I basically fuck my, my myself uh, with layers of time, put it up the BPM, uh, because uh, I know my limit, you know. Mm. But and I know Andrea limits uh, mm -hmm. very well. Mm -hmm. So that's why when I say to Andrea, scream, uh, mm -hmm. it's not a bad thing because you're a great screamer. Mm -hmm. And you yeah. need to understand that the scream uh, is not easy mm. and uh, is not bad. 
and we have 20 years of song you can sing uh, but now let's scream this is what people like and mm. this is what we like more we like and the, you the, have more control the, on that the beauty and the beast exactly exactly we are not and we're this is not more uh, called the uh, hera or uh, you know mm. It uh, is different things. So we have the beauty and the beast. Uh, mm. Let's use it. Yeah. It's more modern, but it's the way it is. And actually, it's exactly what we were doing on the fucking demo. Exactly. If you remember, yeah, yeah. you were screaming, and uh, Christina was singing. Oh yeah. You were not never together. And then we started mix everything, mm. messed up, and the people is not clear what he's singing. So let's go back to the origin. Almost, it's, yeah, mm. it's almost more connected to the demo this stuff than than all the our discography. Yeah, no, I get what you mean. Yeah, you get, you get what you mean. It does feel like the vocals have gone on a, a, a journey where, I mean, I, I think they were at their most, when we got Karma Code, and they yeah. were really deep in as, as instruments mixed in together. Yeah. And I actually felt with Karma Code that Karma Code was an album that I loved, but it was a live album because it was only there that I really got to feel the vocals. Exactly. On the album, sure. I felt that they were they were they were actually additional instruments, which I guess is what they should be. Mm -hmm. But I'm not saying they were lost in the mix, but they didn't. The strength of the individual vocals didn't come out in the mix. Exactly, that's true. Thank you once again for giving us a few secret insights into the creation of the music on Black Animal. It's really appreciated. Uh, we, I think there's at least one more part to our interview, which we'll pick up in the next podcast. Something to look forward to for after Christmas. So, with that said and done, we ourselves now heavily entrenched in the middle of Black Animal, uh, doing our own reviews of the songs, of course, um, we've done the prologue. We've we've done the uh, the introduction, which, as Mar Marco says, Christina spoilt <laughs> by putting the lyrics on it. That seems harsh. Uh, she certainly did not do that. But we, we've got the prologue down. We've got the intro. Now we start with the first big song on the album, which is, of course, Sword of Anger. We are the So, Russ, could you give us a give us your views on Sword of Anger, please? Well, how would you Sword describe this thing? Sword of Anger, yes. yes. Uh, I find this an interesting one to start with. I was mightily impressed on the first time that we heard this song um, at the listening party at the London Dungeon. And the main thing that strikes me about Sword of Anger being the main opening song after the intro of Black Animal is kind of like a punch to the face. It's sort of, you know, it leads in with that atmospheric intro and then you've just got andrea straight into that growl of we are the anima and it's literally bang and i would probably describe this as one of the most more simplistic songs on the album and it is quite linear but i think that works quite well purposefully for you know having that added impact it's basically loud thunderous drums the bass and guitars are super super heavy and as ever it's got that perfect combination between andrea and christina um, so musically, I think simple, heavy, and it does what it's supposed to do. 
Lyrically, for me, it's quite an interesting one in that when I see the the rune for the album cover that sort of Marco drew with the lyrics, for me, and this is one of the strengths of Lacuna Coil, sort of you know being very very good at storytelling, it just conjures up an image for me of sort of samurai and ronin, where it talks about sword of anger and sort of riding the sword um, and the dark edge. So very very interesting. It can be interpreted in in many different ways. And like the intro lyrics that we discussed last week, um, it's very, very dark and very, very heavy subject matter. And I think that's sort of uh, an allusion to what comes for the rest of the record, really, that we'll discuss in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. You got any highlights in terms of the music um, or the lyrics? For me, I really like the, the bass and the drums on this one, okay. for me. And I really love Andrea's vocal performance. I think you know, Black Anima is a record. I think it's a really, really strong record for him. Mm. Okay. Mike, what do you think of Sword of Anger? I I, I like it as well as uh, Russ has mentioned. Did you like it, it, like it? Like it, like it. Yeah, I like okay. it. I like it, like it. Okay. Sorry about yeah, that. Yeah, it's, it's good with the... Uh, what, what's interesting with this song, is, as Russell's mentioned, with the with the bass and everything, which is uh, obviously really hits you as, as it starts and everything, it's a song in two halves to me that you've got Andrea doing the leading for most of it and with Christina in the background with some of the uh, some parts and then it switches halfway through which I think works well where then she's it's flipped into like two parts almost um, and I, I do like it very much um, don't know what it could be about I think possibly both people in a relationship possibly in riding through the storm of nothing else is going to affect them as they move along but I, I, I don't really know, to be honest. But yeah, yeah okay. question mark. Any highlights for you, or lowlights for that matter? I, I think that the one bit that works on the record, and especially live, is the very, very high part, almost halfway through. Um, oh, it's still running a long note with no interest in what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that is a really good part of the song, actually. I, I think that, that, that tone change, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah and especially when... It, when it's uh, sung live as well, it's, <clears throat> it's flawless. Um, and I like it a lot. It was, yeah, it's an interesting one that they chose to to, to sing this one live, actually, isn't yeah, it? So yeah, yeah. It's good. It's a really strong, really strong song. So I think, yeah. f- from my part, I love the way that it opens with We Are The Animal. That roar from Andrea, it, it really is that, you know, that punch in the face. Especially when you have, and we, we talked last week about the the position, the importance of Anna Manera on the album as an intro. So when you have that with this sort of the slow fade out and then boom, we are the animal. That one, it just, it does, it's a really, really strong change of tone and it kind of throws it in there. Um, I love that. I love that. I, I think just reflecting on the lyrics for a moment, just looking at them again, this has got a lot of lyrical depth to it. This song, there's a lot of story going on there, actually. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, and I, I think, uh, as you said, it can be interpreted on a number of different levels. Um, the fact that it says we are the anima suggests it's in the first person from a lyrical perspective. Um, you've got that. The, the part that Andrea sings was, you know, we are rising from the dark. We've been riding for so long. And then talks about the many things to overcome, which kind of, it has a bit of a nothing stands in our way vibe about it. Or was it just me? Do you know what I mean? It's like always learning from our past, bringing vengeance, never lost our way. That 
feels very nothing stands in our way. And I, I think that's good because Akuna Ko are a very personable band and they, they always say the lyrics are very personal to them or at least very flex, kind of reflects on things that they happen to them in their lives. And this feels to me that it's another, and I, I don't mean this in a bad way, an, another nothing stands in our way, our truth kind of personal biography, shall we say, in musical form. That makes sense, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then you, the thing that I, is quite subtle is that in the chorus that Christina sings, "We don't heed you," the sword of anger will cut in the deep. And I wonder if that's a reflection or reference to the sword of anger, or the response to not heeding you, whatever you might be, the things that get in your way. Um, their sword of anger will cut through that. So it's almost like there's an aggressive. We will attack or react would be probably more accurate to things that are getting in our way um and it could be that but then you get the second part of the chorus firstly you've got that sort of the andrea says we feel no pain and then christina sings beyond the blackness we find harmony never belong and i i, I think it's just that it is about those kind of the darkness inside us and how we can assert our aggression um, and how we deal with different things in our lives. And I think we're going to see this a lot. But there's a there's very much in these lyrics. It's far more. I don't know. Almost like fantasy for me. You know, you're referring to silent ghosts, um, uh, vengeance from the gods, um, the sword of anger itself, which is you know an, an embodiment of something. Hell, the sword of anger could be something out of Lord of the Rings for all I know. Well, I do know it's not, but you know, I'm, I'm enough of a geek to tell you it's definitely not in the Lord of the Rings. But it could well be the way it's been constructed. So there's a there's kind of a I don't know a, a, a narrative here, and then later on in the song where that that lovely tone change which you've already spoken about, Mike, where you know Christina takes the high note where you're still running alone, and then you've got that with no interest in what you say. And then it's that that kind of bridge um, that leads into the the final part of the song. I think is really really powerful. Um, and again, we've got back the, you know, swimming past all the hatred, overcoming our failures. You know, we dig in the deep. There's more to us than you will ever see. And again, it's almost like a we we show you us through this music. But there's more inside, you know. They've been very open over the last couple of years with the book, and and always been open in conversation. But you get them, you know. There's a, there's a lot of depth to this band, and I wonder if the last few years, where there have been, you know, um, lineup changes, and they've been lots of things happening, to, you know, with friends and relatives around them. So they've they've openly admitted that the, this is sort of reflected in their the style of music and the, and the lyrics. That this is. This is some vocalising that. And I think, again, we'll see that in other things in the album. So there's a lot of motion. Um, I really like the music in the song. It, it does have that that Nothing Stands In A Way vibe, but in a good way. Um, I think it builds on that. Uh, I like this song a lot, actually. I find it quite addictive to listen to. I can understand why it's a live song, because it's got a certain... There's something about it. Um, yeah. Big fan of this. Russ... Would you would you give it as a score? Numbers, I would have to say this is a solid seven for me. Seven, okay, okay. What about you, Mike? Uh, seven and a half. Oh, we're 
two songs in and we're already going to halves, are we? Well, well. <laughs> so I would say, I went with eight for Adam and Era, didn't I? Um, oh, gosh. Do you know what? I normally think about the scores before we start recording, but I've not given this any thought. And I'm going to go with, I'm going to be a bit harsher than I might otherwise be. And I'm going to go with a seven, seven and a half as well. There you go. Um, in a moment of hypocrisy, after calling you out on your point five, I've thrown one in myself. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, peer pressure. It is peer pressure. It absolutely is peer pressure. But yeah, okay. So sort of Angus, we've got seven and a half, seven and a half, and seven. So it's a good, it's a good song. It's, it's way above average. Um, I think it's one of those songs that's better live than on the album, if I'm mm. honest. Because yeah, you just, you yeah. just see the passion in, in well, all of them when you see it live. Um, but it really comes across really well so live so I'm hoping it stays in the in the set list for some time to be honest um, but yeah it's a good opening into the album definitely and um, well, I guess we'll see what happens in terms of our reviews of the other songs as we go through Black Anima so there we go Sword of Anger this brings us to a close now on the Empty Spiral podcast we've heard a little bit more from Mackie we have done another review sort of anger and we've talked a little bit and we've avoided politics did you see what we did there guys we've avoided politics completely um anyway let's not talk about that uh, <laughs> anyway so if you want to reach out to us you can of course do so via the empty spiral website which is www.emptyspiral.net the official website of the lacuna Cold community we're all very active on facebook so you can find us in on in on the empty spiral facebook page of course uh, as well as a variety of other uh, lacuna Core fan communities the caller community lacuna Core fans etc that you'll find on facebook and uh, we post there regularly we also have twitter of course which is at empty spiral net um and, I, and you'll see regular updates from us as well as you know retweets and stuff so if you want to reach out to us send us a message there or just tag us you know it can be done um, so if you want to have a conversation if you want to be on the podcast please do so uh, we also have a as I mentioned before a discord server so if you're one of those people that likes a bit of discording then or creating a discord you certainly can join us there and there's a link on the front page of Empty Spiral um, so click on that and come and join us in the conversation so yeah that brings us to a close uh, plans for the rest of the week Russ I know you're going on holiday or at least you're going to Gothenburg for a few days uh, you got any other plans, Mike, this week? Yeah, another trip to Spider. Oh, there we go. I knew you wouldn't be able to limit yourself to one. Well. Um, and I've got a couple of Christmas dues as well. And I also think I'm going to be doing a lot of wrapping of presents this week, which I hate. Oh, anyway, awful. what it does do, though, is I get to do it in my new office, which has got a large speaker system. So I get to uh, listen to a lot of good music while I'm doing it, which is, which is not too bad, I suppose. It's cool. a silver lining to the cloud. Anyway, folks, um, thank you very much for listening. Um, speak to you all very soon. And, of course, uh, Merry Christmas. And if we don't speak to you beforehand, have a great New Year. Cheers, everyone. Merry Cheers, Christmas. Guys.